Why the fuck no one listen to me when I say this is gonna be a two-stopper? Fucking hell. I was muted. That is that is not the way to start. Okay. Uh, well, welcome back to the Three Tins Up podcast. If you're good at lip reading, you already know I said that. Um, we're back. France, 2021. Uh, quite an exciting race for uh, the French Grand Prix. Usually, Paul Ricard kind of brings a little. Um, I know it's kind of stagnant. Just kind of a well, more we've boring only had race. two races, really. Yeah, Ricard, you know, yeah, this is yeah. the first you could say this proper is the first, yeah, yeah, first proper, race. yeah, this is the first real French Grand Prix. Um, <laughs> quite exciting with the result, a lot, lot had to do with the strategy calls, um, between the one and two stop, but ultimately, Max wins the French Grand Prix. Red Bull had a really good showing, and uh, Mercedes is kind of on the back foot the whole time sponsorship there. Getting the um, plug in right away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just dive into it. It just seems that Red Bull really kind of had a stranglehold on the entire race. They played everything to a T, and Max drove an amazing race. Prez did as well, and Mercedes was just kind of left fumbling through like lap 30 onwards. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, wow. It's, uh, can you imagine us uttering the sentence, we just had a fantastic race at Paul Ricard? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, does it? But it's if it the was truth. Manu, if it was Manico, yeah, sure. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. And it was Paul Ricard and it was great. And, um, yeah, uh, I, when I watch these races, I, I usually take notes. And, uh, at lap 46, 47, I wrote Hamilton's lead is five seconds and Max Verstappen is not going to overtake him, it seems. Mm. Then five laps later, you beauty, he just strolls past him and he wins the race. And I got to say, initial reactions, um, Max is so exciting to watch. He's just so fun to watch. His driving, after all the Formula One I've watched over the, over the, over the years, it seems like every single race, he does something that makes me go, wow, I'm not sure I've seen this before. Uh -huh. uh, obviously, Hamilton has had similar races in Hungary 19, this year in Spain. I get all of that. But the way he went about it, how the, night, the, the, the traffic was a nightmare throughout the race, especially towards the end, how he managed to save those tires, how he managed to save them through the traffic, get around the traffic, then be five seconds down with six laps to go and still get it done and and uh, he's just he's unbelievable and i've said this before to me the best driver on the grid is max verstappen since canada 2018 he just keeps proving it to me i absolutely love watching him race it's a joy it's a privilege it's uh what can i say he's just a brilliant racing driver and i enjoyed every single second of this race today so those are my initial thoughts but go ahead guys yeah, well, my thoughts, um, well, I, I would concur with that uh, to a degree. As a race, this was like, I was I was actually getting ready for like, okay, here we go, snooze fest, right? You know, yeah. And, you know, I was, I was about to put my feet up and everything like that. And then, um, yeah. Have a nap. All, 
yeah exactly i was thinking right sunday afternoon nod <laughs> off, right you know that kind of thing just but it all kind of started when um first of all okay this morning people were hyping up the chances of rain yes the f3 race was affected by rain and everything like that and there is a lot of this thunderous sort of rain hovering around europe um you know with with the the sort of heat and everything but um the thing was i was basically like i wasn't convinced until it until i actually saw it happen because let's be honest it was this was supposed to be a mercedes track right and yeah. you know given anything else it was like right okay they got the big big fat straights and everything so yeah this has got mercedes written all over it kind of thing and they were genuinely good on the medium tire as well mm-hmm. so I wasn't fully convinced, you know, but uh, then, um, you know, then Max made the mistake into turn two, which um, which was caused by a bit of a, you know, bl- a blast of wind down the back, uh, down the straight. So I don't know what happened there. He didn't even really need to, like, kind of break that deeply as well. So on the replays, I was like, OK, here we go. Lewis has got it. You know, that's it. Call it a night and everything. But then the pit stops and the undercut and and also um from what it looks like mercedes have actually got a full-blown challenge this year in in Mm. every sense of the word right their strategy team basically for the last few years you know they could kick back relax and you know they whatever mistake they did they could have always recovered from because other teams were making bigger blunders. Take Ferrari, for example, when it was 2017, 2018, you know. Mercedes did have a few cock-ups, but they went under the radar because the other uh, cock-ups from, like, Ferrari were just too big, you know, much bigger. Mm-hmm. So And they uh, had the better car overall. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But now, with... That helps. Yeah, exactly. And now, with uh, Red Bull and their car being, you know that equal even though both cars are very different philosophies you got the high rake and you got the low rake and you got the you know one which is more into its corners and one which is all about the straight line speed and uh all the rest of it you know they are quite evenly matched um you you could you could flip it on a you you could flip a coin and you won't be able to tell but it all just came down to red bull having a second driver there right to spoil mercedes's chance of doing a repeat of what they did in barcelona right because in barcelona perez wasn't there and then everyone was like oh where was he and everything like that now he's here and now now mercedes just don't have that luxury anymore so you know it we actually saw a fight for the lead for the first time in in france since uh magni core 2008 <laughs> that seems like a long time ago but uh, yeah exactly yeah that is a long time ago but yeah i mean um yeah a very thrilling race um throughout actually there was a lot going on you know with the with the astons sneaking up there the ferraris dropping back and god knows well let's uh, let's talk about the the first pit stop shall we let's talk about the 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 the, so so it's uh, botas who gets the first pit stop because and botas i thought had a really good race today and he got he was uh, very strong pace wise he kept up with both hamilton and max verstappen he was right there and frankly the decision to as you heard yeah. in our as you heard in our intro <laughs> he it was right. have been better yeah, yeah. It could have been exactly better. but other than that he um 
he was close to Verstappen, and I think that the initial decision not to pit Hamilton first, but to pit Bottas as the means with the undertake, well, undertake, undercut, undercut, can't even speak, uh, <laughs> undercut, and try to get Verstappen that way. I think it was the right decision to do. And it almost worked. That's the thing. He was quite close. Uh, but then Max covers it off. And instantly, yeah. Instantly. And he just manages to do it. And then they then they bring in Lewis. And they had a decent pit stop. And it's not like Verstappen had a massive outlap after the pit stop. But then he ends up there t- uh, anyway with, with, with P1. And, and he uh, undercuts Lewis and then... And, and then that changes again the complexity of the race again because at the start you kind of unexpectedly have Lewis getting the lead even though Max got the good start and was there first. Well, Max started one. on pole as well. That's the exactly, idea. right. And, and then unexpectedly you have Lewis leading the race for like the first 20 laps and then equally unexpectedly the, the, the race is turned on its head once again when somehow Max ends up in P1. And then it does seem like Mercedes have a better race car because for the next six, seven laps, Lewis is pushing him constantly, constantly, constantly in the DRS, in, in his slipstream, and, and Max just couldn't shake him off. He, he was in clean air, and he couldn't shake him off. And, and Lewis Joel, credit to him, I think he didn't do anything wrong today. No, he, he uh, managed his tires quite well, considering everything, you know. Right, and he did a good job, and then he starts to drop off after like six, seven, eight laps. And then it gets to a second, second and a half, two seconds, 2.2, 2.5. And then when Red Bull pulled the trigger for the second pit stop, it was like 2.7, 2.8. So Lewis was dropping off. Max was getting less pressurized and they still make the decision to go for the second stop. Mm. I suspect that they feared that Lewis was taking it a little bit easy for a couple of laps and then he would have pitted the second time anyway. And given that the gap was around the same between him and Max as it, it was, was before, two the, second. yeah, yeah, that they well, thought that they might get undercut as well. And so Red Bull just said, "Fuck it, he's dropping off, but we're gonna uh, pit anyway," and and then live with the consequences, and then force them to make a decision to pit again or not again. And so, and Andrew, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Well, yeah. the the thing that they did was is they they took Mercedes ability to beat them in that decision. Yeah. So they, they took away the two stop from Mercedes because, because they the ones that pulled the trigger first. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Red Bull, I, I like, I like the team because they're willing to make these really tough choices because, well, they do that know, with their drivers, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, but they they they're willing to make these kind of tough choices. You know, they're 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 controlling the race at that point, but they're there's but they're willing to gamble that race. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, they're not comfortable. Like no. Ferrari was always like trying to be comfortable. You always mm. thought, you know, it's really redundant to say, but you know, Ferrari's trying not to lose. But yeah. they they were always trying not to lose the race. They were trying to hold on to it, you know? And Rebel seem like they don't they've been in this situation before and they just they know that if they can put Mercedes on the back heel that they control it later in the race because they have a lot more confidence with their car the thing that's questionable is why didn't I, I, I don't understand why Mercedes didn't put Botas on the alternate strategy I have because, a theory about that I have a theory about that can I just you have you have this you have 
you have the ability to kind of at least gamble something. Yeah. You already put you already put Botas on the you know on the first the first stop you know first, and it was just like, well, what do you have nothing to lose? I mean, I I guess you maybe lose a podium, but I, I just the way the race was going, I don't think Botas is going to win. So if Red Bull's doing this kind of gamble, why don't you cover that off at least once? And yeah. if you think you're confident that Lewis can pull it out because he's managing tires and he's got better pace, then what are you really worried about? Go can ahead. I, yeah, yeah. Basically, just um, looking at the data, you know, from the as FIA. a scrutineer. No, yeah. no, not as a scrutineer. Just as a nerd. As a <laughs> okay. As a I need. A, I'm getting nerd. a whiteboard. I'm getting a whiteboard. I'm gonna have okay, to like. Okay. Okay. I've just got the uh, 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 race analysis uh, from the FIA website, uh, the PDF for the laps, right? The reason why Verstappen jumped Lewis, like, like he did. Uh, Verstappen pitted on lap 18. Okay. Yes. Uh, his in lap was a one minute 58.99. Okay. Uh, Lewis pitted a lap later. His in lap was a 158.684. Uh, he was six tenths slower on the in lap. However, that's not the kicker. The kicker was the out lap. Verstappen had. Had an outlap which was basically um, the best part of a second faster than uh, Lewis, if not. Yeah, yeah, it was it was over a second faster, it was one point one. And that's his brilliance that Tom Tom mentioned in the first very first. So not of only the did he have a faster inlap by half, by, outlap, six, yeah. by literally six tenths, and the six tenths joke is basically for those of you who know. Uh, the thing about Fernando Alonso where he he brings six tenths every yes. single time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whenever I see, whenever I see a timing gap of six tenths and someone wins, that's Fernando. Time, yeah. You know, you just think but of the, Fernando. Yeah. But, but this no. is the point to Andrews. The point is, this is this is what we're talking about. This is Max's brilliance. Yeah, and 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 compounded with the fact that Red Bull didn't even have a sub two second pit stop. They had a 2.5 for Max. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, which is kind of average actually. It, it yeah. was, it was a very average pit stop. It wasn't even there, you know, blitz pit stops like they usually, if they would have done that blitz pit stop, right. He would have come out miles ahead. Done. Yeah. Right. You know, he would have come out miles ahead and no matter how much Lewis would have moaned and everything like that. Speaking of moaning, right. I know it's going to go slightly off topic, but have you seen what um, Toto Wolf recently was saying? You know, they've investigated Red Bull for their flexi wings and all the rest of it, tire pressures and everything. The FIA have stepped in. Red Bull are still compliant, clearly, because they won, right? You know, and everything. And now he's apparently going after their pit equipment. What the oh. fuck? Oh, you know, okay. what? Seriously, it's like he's going full. Uh, forgive me Cyril. for saying this. Yeah, <laughs> no, Cyril or Karen or whatever, right? I don't know if he's doing it for the sake of drive to survive but it's no i mean i i guess he's apparently, lost the block, i think it's all it's, politics but he's he's just kind of gone off the deep end a little yeah, bit yeah it's like dude's lost it i mean <laughs> he's saying that it's their pit equipment no it's their they red bull we know they they practice this shit. they've been they, doing this for years exactly. yeah and this is not a new thing their yeah exactly so it's like ever, uh, like okay. it's not like they were bad and then it's like, like oh, oh, oh fia look at their flexi wing right it's like okay they looked at it it's like okay fine we'll, we'll do a heavier uh, load test fine it's still compliant and, and, okay and it's, and it's like and, oh look at their tire pressures okay fine pirelli they basically said they didn't do nothing and this is the thing about the tire pressures pirelli came out saying they didn't do anything illegal. It was just nothing written in the rules about not doing it. So 
if it's which is what f1 is exactly finding a loop uh, finding a, a a gray area and exploiting it's just, it which, they're just you know, salty they're obviously yeah, I mean, you know I they're kind of thrown a fit now yeah exactly. so they make fun of everyone throwing a fit in the last few years and now they're the ones throwing a fit because they're losing and it's not like they're being smoked I mean, no okay and, and, like, and, and it's, break. exactly it's not like red bull are winning with like you know 30 second margins like they were winning with in the beginning of the high turbo hybrid yeah it's not it's not 2015 like exactly and and it's like it's just because red bull are that close you know it's it's a it's a couple of seconds that they're winning by right and but this is this is the thing about red bull's got to be loving this yeah yeah i I mean dts dts is going to be brilliant though i mean (laughs) <laughs> my god but like honestly i think this is this is and we talked about it a few podcasts ago how yeah. i think i said it that that i don't buy into this we win as a team we lose as a team because uh, they clearly can't also, lose they because can't. they don't know how to lose they don't know how the, to lose. well not only that i mean first of all this whole thing about oh we never blame the people we only blame the problem he already blamed both us for stopping two meters off the the pit stop lines uh, no, it was two centimeters, isn't it? Right. Or or whatever, whatever. Even if it was two meters. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, two centimeters. I can't speak. I'm so excited after this race. No, no. Okay, uh, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, Red Bull are basically bringing the fight. But getting but getting back to the se- to the second pit stop for Mercedes to Andrew's point. My theory is that I think they were afraid a little bit, and I use the word afraid loosely, but they were kind of uncomfortable. Let's put it this way with putting Lewis, leaving Lewis out there and then putting Walteri on an alternate strategy that might have worked, but then it would have meant that they have given their second driver both in terms of it's him standing within the team and during this race, I, the preferential treatment twice in the same race. And I think no, they but- were uncomfortable with that. Yeah, no, no, because remember, I, <laughs> I know what you're saying. This, you know what this reminds me of? Singapore. Uh, 2019, when Vettel did that mega undercut as well, right? You know, <laughs> sure. And, then and when... he wasn't supposed to win, and he won. No, yeah. and 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 also remember in the same race, Bottas followed Vettel through, right? And essentially, he was gonna finish ahead of thing, but then there was that infamous team team radio. It's like do a one, th- uh, do a 42, do a 142s, right, for the next two laps, right? Yeah. Deliberately slowing him down, right? You know, and it's like. And I think dude, that's that's where it they would because... have ended up with exactly that, right? And they didn't want to make that call, right? This this had Singapore written all over it, you know. So. And this oh, is no. this is this this is the weakness of. I'm sorry, Andrew. Just quickly, sorry, I think this it. might be this this might be the weakness of this team that. That that sometimes they will they will not favor the result, which could help them in the championship. They will prefer the person, and I get that because I, the favoritism is going on in every single top team. It's there with Verstappen and Red Bull. It's there with Leclerc and Ferrari. We get all of that. Yeah. But but this was a race where you, Valtteri might have won this race with two pit stops. I don't know. Oh God, yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. and then and then Verstappen maybe finishes second and Lewis third, and then. Only uh, then Max only gets three points on Lewis instead of five, and you're, well, you know six, six because he's got the fastest lap as well. So well, I'm, I'm saying like if if Max finishes second, he has 18 points, and Lewis finishes third, he has 15 points. So now the difference is eight points. Uh, after the day's race, he yeah, gained yeah. extra eight points. He might have ended up with getting only three points had they finished uh, had they pitted Bottas for the second time, yes. and uh, you know what I'm saying. 
So, yeah, yeah, I get you. And, and this, so th then, that's the only saying, thing. What you're saying is Mercedes are too uh, afraid for uh, making uh, a strategy call that would actually benefit well, the team overall. Because let's be honest, what that would have done is... Put Hamilton on the back foot? No, put, no, no, put, not only that, but uh, if Bottas... If if everything went according to Bottas's plan, you know, like he said, you know, I told yes. you it was a bloody yes. stop, right? You know, he could have won. He he more than likely would have won because the Red Bull just didn't have the pace, unless you know, on uh, in 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 the in the in the race runs, right? You know, because it was just because of the tires. And um, what would have happened is Mercedes, as a constructor, would have gone. Would have gained exactly yes. because let's be honest, right? That's where the money is. Right, the constructors' championship is where the money is for the team, right? So just because they were gonna offend Lewis by not giving him, you know, uh, preferential treatment and giving it to Bottas because Bottas actually had a chance of making it work, they they well, they, but, they ended up losing both scenarios. Why why do both teams have two strong drivers now, right, to cover each other off? Well, supposedly two strong drivers, um, because. We saw that with uh, Perez. He was shadowing um, last time out in Baku. He was shadowing um, 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 uh, Max Verstappen, and obviously, when something happens, the other drivers there to pick up the pieces and and minimize the damage for the team. So yeah, you know. Andrew, what you, what did you want to say? Yeah, it was more or less it was more or less that that they're you know they don't want you kind of take what you can get, you know you. you you want to always control your, you know, the roll of the dice. You always want the best result, right? That's that's the whole point. Is yeah. you want to put yourself in the position to have the best result. But they kind of didn't today because Red Bull had the um, the better strategy after the first pit stop. But instead of accepting and maybe trying to, you know, get ahead of them again in terms of making a more radical call, they just kind of became stagnant. I mean, look. I'm not saying like just how you guys said that have Botas get an alternate strategy he could potentially win the race worst case scenario at least you're picking up the constructors championship lead again you know mm -hmm. like at least you're minimizing some sort of damage but then like how Tom said now you're just stuck and you lose both both scenarios and then you're kind of sitting there looking like an idiot. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't think Mercedes had a bad race today. I'm not trying Me to neither. say like yeah. no, no, they could have outsmarted uh, Red Bull, is what. You're yeah, to say. there were so yeah. many other teams that had worse races today. Huh, and, Ferrari, we'll, we'll we'll get onto that later. Yeah, but, we'll yeah. get onto it. But you know, I just think that being in this position for so long, you would think they'd be more willing to be like, okay, now we're being properly challenged. We need to kind of take the wins where they they can get, but. It kind of seems like pride kind of gets in the way a little bit, which is just yeah. kind of, another I don't point. know, you win at all costs kind of deal. Yes, take, and, take yeah. another point. You know what You know what it is? What's, what's, what's even more weird? Okay, so you, you hold position, you stay out there, and you, you try to fight, and you couldn't win. I get that. Sometimes it happens, you know, you roll with the punches. But then Perez overtakes uh, um, Botas. The gap behind Botas is like 50 fucking seconds. Why would you not? Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. So why would you not at least put him in for the new tires now to get the fastest lap point? So then at least 
Max doesn't keep that extra point, and then instead of 11 points, it's now 10 points. And, okay, and it it's seems one point, like but it, too it's focused been... on Lewis the whole time to yes, even yeah, think yeah, about yeah, that, which yeah. I just kind of don't get because I'm like, Lewis is bleeding out there. Either <clears throat> he's going to be Lewis and he's going to hold him off, and you're going to be saved by Lewis today again, mm -hmm. or... You know what if what if he doesn't lose it? But even if Lewis can do that, why don't you minimize it? Bring him in for Botas for the fastest lap. I don't know if traffic came into a play. No, no, no. There was there the was plane. such a massive gap, right? There wouldn't have been any. Well, I guess yeah. So he would have been like twenty seconds ahead of Norris. So it's like, <laughs> so you're just opening it up. I don't I don't get why they didn't. And that was the whole point. I saw the I saw the the telecast and I was like, oh, that's what they're gonna do now. Yeah, and they they never cut back to it. So I'm no, like, I just yeah. assume they tried, and then it didn't work out. But then they didn't even give it a shot. Yeah, and like, then oh. if then you want to leave those points, fine. Max will take it gladly. Yeah. yeah, and you give it to the points leader. Yeah, I mean that's like salt. It's in not the like Perez had it. <laughs> I think, but I think it's no. also like it's also like I, I do think, and I don't want to get on Walter case because I do think he had a strong race and he's had yeah. a tough year, and and I don't want to, you know, oh, like no, he, like, he was getting he did I great today. I don't I want to rub any salt race. into his wounds, wounds, but there are two elements today that kind of stuck out, and I think this is where the constructors' championship definitely could tilt towards Red Bull heavily. Two uh, two things the. The undercut that could have worked, but it didn't, because he wasn't fast enough against Max Verstappen. Which you can say, okay, Max did brilliantly. He did, but you know, is if there's George Russell in that seat, does he undercut him? Maybe. Uh, and then the second thing, when he when he was fighting against Verstappen, and everybody talked, you know, Bono was talking to Bono, the engineer, not the singer, uh, was talking to. You know, uh, he was talking to Lewis. He said, basically, you're going to be all right as long as Walteri can keep Verstappen behind for as much as possible. He does exactly the same thing what he did in Portugal. He pinches himself up the inside, yeah. completely kills his momentum, completely kills the angle for the breaking point and the turn in. He runs into deep predictably, and he then allows Verstappen to take a bit more of a, not as aggressive line, but more flowing line, gets through to the chicane, then gets on his slipstream, yeah. and then the bombs And he's get on the power earlier yes. purely because and he's got the more optimum line. Right, and, but this yeah. is this is, this is is the, and we talked about before, and, and, and I completely agree with you, Andrew, he does not carry the necessary level of race craft that is needed at this level. He just and doesn't this, have... He doesn't have the uh, amount of racecraft you would think he would have at this point. You know, yeah. like it's yeah. just it's I a mean, little it, bit disappointing. Yeah, I mean, even even give credit to Max though. Max's racecraft is top yeah. notch. We so it's talk like, about that more. Yeah. is it yeah. is it is it because you know Botas is kind of disappointing and Verstappen is just exceptional? I mean, that that kind of plays a role into no, it. Yeah, I but, know. But but the other thing you got to consider is Perez. Uh, the tire whisperer right you know he could make tires last till kingdom come right yeah. you know? mm -hmm. and he did that today as well you know because think about it right red bull went on the alternate strategy with one of their drivers right max and that worked out okay and the other driver because they knew they could trust him to get the tires to the end right that's probably why he's already in no doubt he's probably got the contract signed by helmut marco right now on his desk and he right. should. Yeah, you know, I mean, ah, he's the, he's doing he's doing what you know, Gasly and Albon couldn't do at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and remember, what's the next race? 
Austria, Red Bull's yeah. home race, right? I generally wouldn't be surprised. Well, Austria and Styria. I generally wouldn't be surprised if it's already been done, right? But they'll announce it later on in the season, kind of thing, right? And then we'll we'll see it on DTS. But yeah. you know, Red Bull covered both strategies, right? And uh, can I can yeah, I have another? Yeah, yeah, Mercedes didn't. But I also think that sometimes we, as Formula One fans and Formula One community in general, we're kind of obsessed with this idea when something goes wrong or something works out in a specific way, we tend to look at the side that, well, what went wrong? Instead mm. of looking at what the side right. uh, who did it right. Mm. And first of all, I think Perez, at the beginning of the race, it was weird because he was being dropped by the top three and he was like four or five seconds behind. And he then back. he was, but he was holding back, and then he nails that first stint, the longer first stint, works out brilliantly, and then he ends up owning in uh, on both us and and and, and, and and gets the, gets the podium. And then I think for Max, after the second pit stop, uh, like I said, the nightmare, uh, the traffic was an absolute nightmare oh, today uh, for mm -hmm. the last 10, 15 laps, and the way he kept those tires in check, the way he used them smartly. Uh, through the traffic, not losing too much time, but then still keeping them. Like I said, 46-47, a lap 46-47, I thought he was done. Mm. And then he he deletes those five seconds with a lap to go. And, 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 and it was funny because Max had a tougher time overtaking Bottas than he did Hamilton. Obviously, Hamilton's tires were much older, of course, as well. But, uh, but he just went, strolls clean past him and... Uh, he, the whole team and the drivers were absolutely exceptional. So while we can't talk about what Mercedes didn't do, we should never forget what Red Bull did do. And I think that's that made the race more than what Mercedes didn't do. That's also, just my point. Also, speaking of Perez, his in-lap was pretty much comparable. The fact that he pitted on lap 24 instead of lap... Lap 19 yeah. is when Hamilton... Hamilton, yeah. yeah. Lap 18 is when um, Max pitted, okay? Lap 24 is when... I'm just looking at the lap times here on uh, FIA. And his in-lap was a 158.4, which is just as about as same as what Hamilton did. Hang on, I'm just scrolling down. Um, yeah, no, quicker than Hamilton on the in-lap, right? Hamilton, by two-tenths, okay? Yeah, quicker, uh, quicker when it matters. That's quicker with more worn out tires think about mm -hmm. it right you know and um his pace two tenths is a lot two tenths is a lot two tenths on the in lap right and yes. his pace weirdly right was metronomically 139 139 139 139 he just kept it at 139 you know for since lap 20 uh, lap 18 right to to his uh, to lap 23 right excluding his in lap it was just constantly mid mid to low one uh 139s perez right just metronomical it actually started from lap uh lap 16 you know 139 139 139 all the way you know to you know that was those laps where he dropped back a bit and just kept it there because the other drivers were dripping it uh, dropping into the 138s and and uh yeah no actually max max had to, Max actually did have a few shittier laps than than. Um, well, towards the end of the stint, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Towards the end of the stint, but the way you know, Perez just metronomical, one thirty nine. Well, this is what so he was basically he do. had the pace of the leaders, but 
because it, I think the reason why he dropped back was to give that clean air thing so his tires won't get worn so he could manage them to the end. But Oh, this was planned for sure. This yeah, was planned. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, right, you know, you drop behind, keep just outside that dirty air window. And then when it comes, uh, you know, when it comes to the time, you know, just just do this lap time. And he just delivered, you know, constantly. And, um, you know... This information is available for everyone to see, by the way. You could you could go to the FIA website and um, check out the events and timing information. This is, this is available for all races, and uh, you know, uh, have a look into it. And this is this is this is why I love the sport personally as a nerd, right? You could see all this information; it's there to process. And when you see it, and you see how it unfolds, and everything, you can basically see that this race wasn't about. Um, this race really was a fight between all top four, apart from Mercedes fucking it up with not listening to their drivers and being too reliant on the data. But in terms of what they delivered, um, both Red Bulls and both Mercs were pretty much even Stevens. There was hardly any sort of like, okay, fine, there was one lap or two laps where, you know, dealing with traffic, you could see that when, when they're dealing with traffic. But other than that it's it was just like four cars pitted against one another and and two teams um and their strategists pitted against one another and um you know it was a case of made the best team driver combination win and that's well what we moving saw. down the grid i mean yeah there are I, other teams. yeah There's let's move McLaren. on yeah, so. uh, yeah and i, I want to talk about i want to talk about mclaren because you know right now another big storyline is third in the constructors championship which yes. as of right now seems like it's going to be a battle between ferrari and mclaren hmm. yeah. and mclaren had a very good race today um, Five, very six, solid yeah. results um norris with a p5 and ricardo really finding his footing probably his best race of the season sure with e6 he actually looked like daniel ricardo Mm. He looked um, comfortable. He looked like yeah, he was yeah, he, alive again. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He, he, he looked the like control he of the car, the braking, the the overtakes. Uh, he, it looked like oh, is it 2017 again? You know, it's like yeah, he looked he, good. He looked really yeah. solid. He he was back in his prime. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. So and Norris once again. I mean, P5. The guy just keeps delivering results. I mean, you right. got to give it to him. Well, yeah. consistency sorry, is what wins the championships. <laughs> you know, so yeah. right. And then you have who had the better qualifying pace which was ferrari which is they've come out and seen i i ferrari seemed like they have a very good qualifying pace uh but mm. for race pace they do seem to be a little lacking but not this alarming this was pretty i don't know if they just got the the tire the tires wrong if they just that chassis just really wore it out a lot more than others but I mean, science finishing yeah, outside the, the points. Yeah, yeah. science finishing outside the points, and Leclerc all the way down to P sixteen. Mm, I don't. I. I don't know what happened. I mean, they just never not, not a race you want to have when McLaren's getting mm. P five and six. I mean, this is eighteen points that they just dropped. That's mm. a lot for a P three like a three team it's a lot exactly and then then you have and i think and even at this at some point it seemed like gasly and alonso they were looking kind of uncomfortable and seemed like they might not it might not work out gasly p7 very good again alonso p8 he's getting his feet under him 
I mean, he he's I think already ahead of Ocon in the championship, and he's still only getting acclimatized to the car. And then you got both Aston Martins again, long strategy with the hards. Fettel P9, Stroll P10. That car is very good. On I mean, that team you know historically know how to make tires last, <laughs> right? You know. Oh yeah. So but yeah. That, but also no, but, but they but, deliver. Yeah, the they results. deliver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And and not only that. Um, just looking at the uh, standings, and um, AlphaTauri seem to be imploding a bit because our Aston Martin, now that they've finally found their feet, they are only five points behind um, AlphaTauri in the. Well, it's uh, in two drivers one right now. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because Sonoda is basically the hype train has derailed. Let's be honest, right? Have you noticed, right? Here's the thing. Um, Sonoda just brings out the red flags in quality all the time. Right, you know, I mean, what he's the really hell? He's not, he's not been solid lately. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, the thing is, he got it easy in Bahrain purely because you had three days of testing there, right? You know, the the night before the race, right? Got the laps in and everything, and that was it. But the rest of the time, he's just become the last two races. He's caused more red flags than than anyone, you know. And yeah, yeah. So Aston Martin are behind, I would say by let's say we get to spa right this is my prediction right <laughs> it'll be red bull mercedes mclaren aston martin then ferrari oh yeah 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 they, you think gonna... you think ferrari gonna drop off that bad there's a reason for that uh, ferrari have said and i quote uh Laura they Williams, don't deliver they don't develop anymore yeah yeah they're not developing anymore right aston martin have basically got a b-spec uh, or a, a you know b-spec mercedes right all they yeah. need to do is get their drivers figured out and and everything like that okay and their drivers aren't half bad especially on going ultra long right i mean they were last of the late pitters right you know instead of last of the late breakers and uh, alpha Tari are just a bit erratic let's be honest um so well, if, Tauri go as far as pierre takes them let's yeah exactly that, yeah. yeah it's just yeah. a one-man team right if aston can consistently stay in this fringes of the top 10 right you know have a few dodgy results here and there a few safety cars you know a couple of more lucky podiums i could easily see them uh taking p4 how much points are they behind now for uh to compare to ferrari um, the Ferrari on 94, Aston on 40, so there's 50 points. They could easily make that up by the uh, way. Yeah. You know, all right, two lucky... All right, I would say um, Austria is a power track, okay? You know, I... But Aston, then again, Ferrari are really good at qualifying and Aston are not. Aston are yeah, horrible at qualifying. Is, okay, there's more chance of a safety car at, 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 at you know, Austria and everything like that. Then yeah. You know, then you got Silverstone. You got uh, quite a few beefy power tracks coming along. Where well, Silverstone, you got the sprint, sprint qualifying too. Fuck yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's another thing to worry about. But I, I, I think that there's a Ferrari. Good, I, I think there's a good chance between Ferrari and Aston fighting for P4. You know. So you think McLaren's pretty much locked on for P3? I think it's, uh, I think it's a little bit too early because you have yeah. said that McLaren's been good. I'm not yeah. saying like no, 80, no, now that 85% Ricardo's of the come time. Back, now that Ricardo's actually come back, you know. Yeah, but we I need to see that for two more, three more races though. Okay, because the thing is, Ferrari's advantage at, at this early stage of the season has been the fact that 
to get their second driver up to speed, right? They've got a test track right there, right? Carlos Sainz has been driving uh, a 2018, uh, 2018 Ferrari um, for, you know, pounding around Fiorano, lap after lap, just getting used to the, you know, way the things are and everything like that. The and they have more wind tunnel time as well. Yes. No, 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 no. Wind tunnel time is for development, right? Remember that. Well, but right? still, but still. But no, no, no. And, and essentially, Carlos Sainz has put more effort in you know, in terms of actually le learning how to work with the team, getting the calls right, and the you know they do scenario testing essentially at Fiorano, right? Yes. So whereas they've got that luxury, okay, McLaren don't have it, so they've probably had uh, Ricardo down at the simulator all the time because that's all he can do, really, you know. And oh, but uh, if, if, but we same with Aston Martin, we, we right? still yeah. need to see more from Ricardo. I think he had a terrific race today. But he needs to, to do, like, okay, not P6. If he gets P7, P8 in the next two Austria races, yes, then, then you can I, see. I, there needs I to still, be more consistency. Yeah, really? and I okay. still think that he has, I, I still have a lot of confidence that he can get there. I just, I, I don't see Ricardo as this driver that just falls off at that. Mm. Well, at he that can't afford state. to. He can't no, he can't to. afford to. No, but because he's made like too he, many wrong decisions in his career. <laughs> I just feel like he... God, I just feel like he uh, he still has it in the tank, especially for this season. I mean, well, he, he just can see that he has he's having glimpses now. And if they're determined to have twenty three races, I mean, we're still what we're only a fourth third of the way through. So there's yeah. a lot there's a lot of races to go. Yeah, yeah. They are so determined to have twenty three. I'm I'm sorry, no, you know. I, I don't mean, think it's gonna happen. I think it's twenty one at the best. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, let's let's just break it even at twenty. You know, I'd I'd rather have a nice round number at like twenty, and that's it. Yeah. You know, call it a day. But you know, that's what it is. But other than that, I mean, it was a pretty. There wasn't much else to. Re I mean, Alonso falling down, but he ended up recovering as well in the first half of the race. He was, he was getting swamped by pretty much everyone. Hey, give him credit. He was yeah, good. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, Thanos is back. So yeah, you know. But um, it's it's really coming i mean it's looking like it's going to be a really good good race you know i mean the good good championship overall i mean we've got Styria next then we got austria uh great britain then hungary and then belgium after that okay so i don't know there's a proper summer break this time as well so so yeah yeah, yeah, we'll need it. yeah, yeah exactly I mean, I mean but this is i think it speaks volumes and like i said you know when we are coming off of Paul Ricard and raving about the great race, it really tells a lot about the championship. I can't think of a shit race this season. Honestly, I think every single race, I mean, there's been some bad-ish races. Portugal was pretty bad. Portugal, Portugal was, was bad, yeah. but it, but still, then Hamilton had to overtake two cars to win the race. So, yeah. Yeah. at least you have that. No, I mean, I mean, if you're just comparing it in this season, if you, if yes. you were to rank the races, yeah, Portugal was the worst. Yeah, but the worst race this so season... Far. Yeah, but the worst race this season is probably like top three, top four from last season. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's like, yeah. apart so, from Monza and, and Sakir, I mean, who, that's, that's, those are the races, I mean. But we've, we, we have a solid, a solid season so far, really good. And it's, exactly. it's, it's just fun to watch. It really yeah. is. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically, I mean, the, the usual suspects at the back, uh, apart from 
Ferrari, what happened to them with Charles Leclerc? Russell P12. Russell. Yeah, Russell oh, yes, yeah. On merit, on merit, you know, he finished P12. You know, if if there is going to be a mid-season swap, it won't be at Red Bull this year, right? If I get to Spa, which I will do, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the sign above Mercedes will change. To you George. think so? You think so? No. I don't think so. I don't no, think so. I think well, they'll ride it out. They, they, uh, well, yeah, next... well, you mean they they win together and they lose together? Is that what it no, is? No, I think <laughs> I think it's just that uh, I don't I don't see it happening. Uh, frankly, I, I think it's just that um, Russell is going to be there. I think next year. Yeah. But I don't think I don't. I mean, who knows? Honestly, to be honest with you, with the way Toto no, because, is right now, yeah. who knows? Actually. <laughs> yeah, because he's going after you know their wheel guns. Yeah, and, I, mean, I mean, he's going after their wheel guns. It's it's almost like okay, what next? It's like oh oh oh, can you check their fuel? They're probably putting some of their product in it, right? You know, with the with the Honda engine, Honda engine catalyzing the Red Bull and giving. It- I, look, I think at the beginning of the year when they were having this back and forth, sometimes I do think that part of it was the fact that they were trying to somewhat protect their drivers so as to have the spotlight on them rather than the drivers. Okay. So they kind of had this sparring in the, in the press conference and stuff like that. I do think that the whole thing with Walteri and two centimeters of the, the pit stop line... That was line, bullshit. That was bullshit. Uh, with, and now with, now with the wheel, wheel guns of Red Bull, I do think then you are going way too far. I do Then mm-hmm. then it starts to look like you're actually Some, losing Someone actually needs to tell him that, hey, look, this is what competition looks like, yeah? You and that's the thing. And, and they yeah, were yeah, crying yeah. for it when they were winning races yeah, by yeah, 40 yeah. seconds. And now they are they are clutching at every single the, last the straw. The is just unbelievable. You know, I mean, yeah. it's 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 all good being like, oh, we're we're very, you know, uh, we love friendly competition and all that. When you know, when you're winning, right? You yeah. know, and and that kind of thing. So yeah. And here's no. the thing. But here's the, but remember, Raz, remember 2005 and Andrew. Remember 2005 when there was the decision about the pit stops and the tires that basically fucked up Ferrari royally, right? Yeah. And they don't call Ferrari ever bullshitting, bitching about it so much. No, they no, did no, they, kind of, but they never said it that many times. They stuck with Bridgestone, okay. Yes. And 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 I remember this properly. You know, it's um, Ross Braun, Jean Todd, and Michael Schumacher. The dream all, team. All basically said that we lost together as a team, including Bridgestone, right? Yes. When they never, you know, pointed their finger at Bridgestone, even though the whole media were basically everyone around the world was saying. You need to get some Michelins on that. You need to get some Michelins on that. Yes. And they said, no, no, no. We'll stay with Bridgestone. And and that's what they did, you know. Uh, but no. And, um, and sometimes you have to accept that, that and, yeah, and move it's on. It's called being magnanimous and gracious in defeat, right? Yes. You know, and that, even though that wasn't defeat, that was handicapping them, right? Yes. You know, that, that was pure yeah. handicapping them. But yeah. No, I but, mean, they weren't finishing P2, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, they... they that's that's what it is but yeah anyways um my i think that yeah, kind of that... wraps it up honestly yeah. uh it was it was more the the two-way battle this time but it was great i mean yeah, and it's, it's now it's a triple header so back to back austria is now yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be fun i, I do think so, it's gonna be uh, so a fun circuit dibs on next week <laughs> if you want to if you want to give your dibs on next week i don't because it's so unpredictable and i love it <laughs> no no, yeah. and, no and you know what 
this stormy weather, right? Yes. Yes. It's 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 actually heading in my region. You know, I'm I'm about uh, I don't know a few hundred kil- a few hundred kilometers north of um, um, Austria, but you know, it's it's heading into that Central Europe area. <laughs> oh, dude, there's going to be thunderstorms here in Central Europe by by Tuesday. No, no, so, yeah, we're expecting it tomorrow, right? It's going yeah. to be the whole entire week, we've been told, yep. right? We're getting weather warnings and everything. So basically, we are going to have a full-blown wet weekend at Austria, or one of the Austria races. Second one, we don't know, because it's just this week that's been forecasted. It's going to be like biblical rain. So Well, even if it doesn't happen on Sunday, it could still impact the qualifying. So, yeah, yeah. so we might get a crazy grid, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, no, that, that's, that's, that's it, it for me. Yeah, yeah that kind of kind of wraps up uh, the French Grand Prix. And I yep. think we'll, we'll be back for uh, next week. Yep, stereo. Sure, for sure. All right. All right, guys. It was fun, dude. Bye-bye. Right.